I say too analytical because like our whole world is conspiratorial. They they destroyed our country. They destroyed the world for two years over a blatant lie. And I won't go into all that today, but COVID was a blatant lie. Like everything about it, they lied about from the, the origin of it to the damage it could do to where it is now. And so when people are like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, you're going to think I'm crazy. But it's not crazy because ultimately at the end of the day, our world is run by, as I always say, a group of psychopaths. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original uncloseted conservative. Guys, thanks for being here. We don't even know how long you're going to be here because Big Tech is going to cancel this show probably 60 seconds from now. So make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. They're not going to send you a notification. You've got to be the notification. So text this out to your friends. You text them a bunch of spam and nonsense. Text them something of value and share the show with them. Guys, the show is brought to you by my pillow. Mike Lindell has been fighting not on his own behalf, on your behalf. He's been fighting for freedom, for medical autonomy, for parents' rights, for children's rights, for individual rights. It's not, not that hard to grasp. This guy is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He doesn't need to be doing this. This is just like Donald Trump runs for president. He didn't need to. Mike Lindell does it because freedom and your rights are important to him. He's got some $30 million tied up in lawsuits. Again, not for him. He's big balling. He doesn't need to be bothered with it. But for you, you can help him out by supporting MyPillow's products. They've got robes, sheets. They've got House decorations, sweatshirts, they've got slippers. I got the slippers on my feet. I always look down at my feet because I literally wear one of my MyPillow slippers uh, every day on the show. They're that comfortable. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code MOBLY for up to 66% off on all of your MyPillow merch. Promo code MOBLY, MyPillow.com. All right. So we've got Dr. Jason Dean in the house. You know him, you love him. He's bringing you uh, the inconvenient facts of medicine, vaccines. We're talking nanotechnology, and I'll have you guys know I am not an expert in nanotechnology and I don't play one on TV, but I'm not an idiot. If you can read, even if you can listen and comprehend, you can understand this stuff. And it's important that you do because the expert class, expert in air quotes, uh, is becoming the downfall of this nation. We're talking about the vaccine. Some of you got it. It's okay. It might not be okay, but it's okay uh, for now. And, you know, uh, just keep pressing on. Uh, make better choices next time. Uh, many of you have kids and that standard schedule, you know, it starts with 12 shots and it ends with some 74. And, and by the time we're done with this episode, maybe they'll be up to 80, you know, jabs that your kids got to get to participate in public school. Don't 
do what you have rights as a parent, your child has rights. We're going to be getting into that and probably some other things. You know, I can, I can sense a rant. I can feel it like a disturbance in the force. Guys, all that more and it all starts right now. Dr. Dean, how are you, my man? I'm well, sir. This is my third time back. I'm so honored that you're, you're, uh, you're awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, you're a good guest. That's why we have you back. And uh, the people of the interwebs, they, they like your stuff. Uh, I like your stuff too. I say it every time because chiropractors, literally, they're the only doctors I trust. There are a couple of nutritionists out there that I trust and that's about it. Uh, yeah. Had to, had to pretty much fire everyone else. Had to fire my old physical therapist. Uh, would say I feel bad, but I don't. Um, yeah, just like books and the internet can get you there. and But there are a lot of things you need, a second person, and that person, you really do want them to be highly trained. Uh, not like you're, you know, uh, like when I was in college, oh man, you, you probably hear this so many times. But I was one of those guys, you'd go up to the big guy in the dorm and just have them like bear hug you until your upper back cracked. Oh, I yeah, probably did that. that. Yeah, it's like, th- this is what young men do, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, you have to. Um, or I've had small or a small average-sized ladies like stand on my back, kind of do do that whole thing. Now I actually go see a professional. We have we have an excellent uh, chiropractor out here. Big shout out for Palmer Care Chiropractics. They do, um, I think it's called the Webster Method and uh, things like that. They're, you know, they're homeopathic people. Homeopathic nice. people. No, they're not like all, all of healthcare is changing, man. It's it's changing very, very quickly. It's uh, there. I I had conversations the last couple of weeks. Actually, I just had a conversation Saturday with some guy who people are uh, waking up and they they want they want the best of medicine from a standpoint of hey, save a life. But really, everyone's waking up to realize that you you can't just not take care of yourself. Like you actually have to. You kind of got to try. You you have to put reasonably decent food in your body. You got to move the body. You got to get some exercise, and you can't have crappy thoughts all the time. And so I, it's it really is kind of coming together. And there's there's going to be emerging, um, not so much all natural health, just the idea of. Uh, I mean, I've even had chats with uh, the Dr. Simone Gold team, and. Um, <sighs> Prescribing medications, but then with a plan to deprescribe yeah. to do that the used best. To, that used to be standard practice. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, use it for what what it's necessary for. But then, does a person need to be on it for life? If so, what's the lowest dose we can get them to? So then, there's not a lot of toxins going in. Plus, also cleaning up lifestyle wise. And then, if you don't have to have them on it, deprescribe them off of it. That's that's really what it was always supposed to be about. But you know. Profits and greed sometimes get in the way. Yeah, I mean, it used to be this idea of equilibrium. You are, you know, uh, obviously, guys. I'm a Christian. I know there are a lot of listeners that aren't Christians, but just hear me out. You're 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 designed, created. You know, maybe you think that big boom happened, and okay, now you're here. You're a person. Your body is designed to work on its own. It 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 just even is. if you're a Darwin mind, it's still the same thing. The body still should be a machine that works. Yeah. Now, do do I wear shoes? Does Jason wear shoes? Yeah, we wear shoes and we wear clothes. And are are there things that can uh, enhance biomechanics, like 
like a baseball bat enhances biomechanics that, you know, a uh, baseball player does a better job hitting with the bat than they would with their hand. Yeah, sure. Whatever. But the body's designed to work on its own. So when you get injured to, or if you have an illness, you might need medications or therapies or ointment or whatever for a time. But the idea is to bring you back to equilibrium. Equilibrium with the body is it's self-sufficient. You give it food and water and rest and sunlight. And it works. It's kind of like a plant. Like, it work. But like some of my relatives are like propped up. I have this one, uh, I have this one relative. He's, he's a bit overweight. And every time we see him, he seems to magically got larger. Um, but he's like, I'm not worried about it because I take this little pill and my cholesterol is good to go. I just take the pill and it's like, that's not the design. Like that's it's, not yeah, that right. is that that is and no no disrespect to your family member, but that is the ultimate resp- dis, uh, irresponsibility, right? Like I'm just gonna take something. That's what take I care said. That sounds like government. I'm just gonna let government take care of it, and I'll be wealthy <laughs> that's when, what I'm, I when, said. I, when I'm retired. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I said. I mean, I I'm past. I I go in on holidays. Okay, we host Christmas, but if we're going for Thanksgiving or whatever. If you send it out over the airwaves, it's public domain. So I wasn't remarking on the weight or whatever, but it came up in another conversation and I heard the words, like my little spidey sense is tingling. Oh, everything's good because I just take this little pill. And it's like, uh, what happens if there's a recall? What happens if there's a supply chain issue? Like the idea is to get back to the equilibrium, your body sustaining itself with rest, food, water, and sunlight. But not this little pill. And I'm sure you're, 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 you're scripturally, your body's a temple, right? Yeah. Well, aren't we told, aren't we taught to keep our, you know, our conditions clean, our house clean, our barracks clean, our, you know, our temples clean. I mean, it's, we have, even th- if this you're is not a religious person who wants to be, you know, like borrow a slave to the lender who wants to be slave to a little cholesterol pull pill for the rest of yeah. their life. But isn't this isn't this what life has become? Everyone's taking their hands off the wheel. I mean, even we've taken. I mean, I talk about this all the time. It's and even with this whole, you know, coming into what we'll probably talk about today, which is the vaccine thing and the kids and everything else and COVID and all this this stuff. Um, man, I remember growing up. <laughs> it was like we had tough love, right? Like it was. I heard the word no when I was a kid, Joe. Like I was told, my mom said, "That's hate speech." My mom said, "No, you can't have that. Why?" Well, sometimes I'll give you a reason why because maybe there's not enough money or you don't need it. Or sometimes I'm just mom or dad and there's no or grandparents and it's no, I don't need it. And uh, we're totally different today. Everything's... Some guy told me this past weekend that he wanted to lose weight. So he went and found the prescription medication that he thinks that he thought would help him kickstart the weight loss. So he went to his doctor, and I'm not beating the guy up, but he's actually pretty smart for what he did, but this is this is the problem. He went to the doctor and he said, hey, I want to kickstart my weight loss by taking this medication to bypass my pancreas so that I'll, I will have not had the blood sugar problem. My liver won't be upset when I do this. So I'd like to have this to do what I'm going to do. And the doctor prescribed it to him. Now, I'm not like, I'm not beating up the process because I talked to the guy. The guy's actually really nice. He's doing a good job now. He's, he's keeping himself clean. But I go, whoa, 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 you're not supposed to go in. Not that a doctor's an authority, by the way. Like, I'm a doctor as well. Our job is not to be an authority. Our job is to have a mutual patient doctor relationship with you. I do the work that I'm supposed to do. You do the work that you're supposed to do. And if we both do things correctly, we'll get you well, right? But you're not supposed to go in 
and tell the doctor what medication you want and they just prescribe it. Like, what are you now the sales rep for the doctor? Like, what is <laughs> this? Is the, this whole thing has gone kablooey in American society? Yeah, yeah, it really has. I just, I just can't. I just try and eat good food, you know, rich in vitamins and minerals. I do supplement some, which is fine. Don't think supplements of evil. One of the one of the uh, sponsors of the show is a supplement company, um, and I take my my daily vitamins. No, they're not Flintstone vitamins. Um, before we go on, I always do the the guest plugging stuff at the end. Um, but analytics, you know, you guys, you're telling yourselves all the time, so few people listen to the end. So like the last four minutes of an episode, you all will drop off. Um, so with that in mind, real quick before we get into everything, can you tell everyone about Brave TV Nation, what you've got going on at bravetv.com? Yeah, so if you go to bravetv.com, that'll show you us the regular site. Um, bravetv.com, I do a, a podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday, starting at noon Eastern time. Uh, we do a lot of things. It's called health, it's health, freedom, and knowledge. So obviously, natural health, uh, teaching people how to get actually healthy. Uh, freedom, obviously, what we're all about, nation, uh, soul, freedom, spirituality. Knowledge is just getting as much knowledge as you can to make your life a better place. So uh, BraveTV.com is is that. And then Brave TV Nation, the thing that he just showed, that's kind of a membership that I do where we dive down deep conspiracies. Don't come to that one unless you want all your stories challenged because we just kind of like dive down to find truths in all different categories of life. But BraveTV.com is the place to be if you just want to check everything out. Uh, I do a parasite protocol because parasites are the cause of most all diseases at the source of the problem. We also do heavy metal protocols, autism protocols for kids. My my job every day um, in life as a doctor is I actually help chronically ill people through natural health, but I also help autistic kids, mental health people as well, uh, just working to get them help naturally. People who have gone through the medicine route, really tired of it, still not feeling good, have been to their 10th, 20th medical doctor, neurologist, etc. And they end up at us and then we actually fix them. So it's bravetv.com. Awesome. I wanted to get that in there because, and you know, you you do content as well. And they're all the spikes all over. But I, I usually try the Steve Bannon model. You plug socials and, and pluggable things at the end. But guys, you don't watch to the end. And then you're like, oh, I wish, I wish you would have said that such and such was coming on. I'm like, I told you at the end of the episode. Uh-huh. So... Short yeah. attention spans. Nothing against the crowd, but short attention span. It's everyone's show. We all have that. Yeah. I usually listen to my long form like at the gym or on a walk um, or back when I used to commute. And now I don't. Do you do live or recorded? Uh, I do live 99% of the time. And this is pre-recorded actually. And when you guys are watching this, I should be in Dallas working on something super secret, but mm-hmm. also awesome. Um, and actually, if I decide to put this one on this week, uh, then I'm not in Dallas. And that means that Javon Hunt and Pulitzer's episode is on while nice. I'm in Dallas. So uh, you'll... Or maybe I'll stay in Dallas next day and you'll you'll get both of these. Um, and I could work... So anyway, to answer the question, like 99% of the time, it's like straight up live. We've got the comments. Everyone knows that I, uh, you know read the questions and comments and stuff live. Uh, and I'm not shy about when like, hey, I'm working to make better content to make the the show better for the audience. Um, so I'm not shy about needing to take business days off, which is also why it used to be Monday through Friday. And having an office, a dedicated office day and admin day 
really helped make the content better and everything about the show better. So now it's Tuesday through Friday. It just, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. But this is sense. pre-recorded. We're not actually here, which is weird because we are actually here. But when they're watching it, we're not actually it looks here. looks live. It's not. It, yeah. The internet's a wild place. And it's so much so I keep checking for comments because I do this all the time and I'm <laughs> looking there. for comments. And yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, we're not streaming on Rumble. It's like, oh. Uh, you know, one of the best parts about this, though, is so so Joe and I met back in Virginia Beach months ago. And we just kind of hit it off anyway. We did the show there, like his his recording there. But then this is the third time on. And it's actually funny because we just, we actually get along really well. So I'm, I, I become, I'm like a little, I, my doctor shield come down a little, comes down a little bit. And I'm just kind of comfortable with you. And I just chat back and forth with you versus like sometimes other shows, I'm a little bit more official because people don't know who I am yet. But yeah, it's Joe, like great podcast. Like you do amazing stuff. It's just, it, you're an easy person to talk with. Well, thank you. That's, that's the hope. I've definitely sat for some stiff and annoying interviews. Um, but the hope <laughs> is not the expert class here. This is how this country was created. This is how many other countries were created. The, the backyard, the bonfire, the pub-style conversations. That's what I try to have via this Zoom-type thing, uh, which one is just difficult to do. It's difficult to connect. Uh, I'll sit for interviews with people. I'm not looking at Jason. Jason's down here. I'm looking at this little black dot here. Uh, so like I sat and I spoke with a woman for like 90 minutes on an interview like this. And then we met in real life like a week later, didn't even recognize her. She was like, I was just on your show. I was like, I had no idea <laughs> who you were. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I like to do it the other way. I like to meet people in person, get a good connection and then have them on the show. Uh, so like Michelle Swinnick's been on the show. She'll be on usually on Tuesday. She's on tomorrow which is not tomorrow, but real life tomorrow. So September uh, September 27th, her and Clay Clark are on. Oh, nice. Um, but it's like, I've seen them. Like, I've seen their faces now. Uh, anyway, it, it just makes the content better, the conversation better. Um, and like, we don't have our suits and ties on. And it's like, oh, yes, that brings me back to my, my days on the campus of GW. And the smoking jacket, like, no, it doesn't need to. I, I just pulled up this white paper. I'm just like, ah, this is a better way to learn than than this. So many big words. Oh, the big word. The, so I, I can. Which which one is, is it? The, is it the is it the nanotechnology vaccine delivery? The one with the biggest words, and yeah, I guess this will get us back on track. It's yeah. this guy, the NIH's oh nanotechnology and vaccine delivery. Now, here's the thing. Uh, this one's probably not going to be on YouTube, just to be honest. Uh, but here's <laughs> the thing. So fast. This is the National Center for Biotechnology Information. From the NIH. NIH. Yeah, th- this is like not, a sub... Not that I think that they're the authority, but, you know, just... Yeah, just and, to, and I just like to use their weapons against them. We don't, but they do. Like, this is St. Fauci blessed off on... <laughs> Uh, and, you know, it just hit me, like, the other day, like, a priest has to do this backwards. I think it's, like, <laughs> yeah, that just hit me the other day. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not Catholic. Uh, but I was like, oh, my gosh, they have to do it backwards. It just blew my mind. I, I predict I predict tribunals next year for Fauci. <laughs> oh, man, really? I do. Well, hey, I'm all about it. I predict that St. Fauci will ride off into the sunset on the back of a Corvette. He'll be riding side saddle on a Corvette in the parade. <laughs> I think there's going to be some... Yeah, I think something's going to happen. Man, you know what? I'm having... 
tomorrow again, uh, we're talking about, there's just growing chatter about so many things, whether the idea be national divorce, wide scale, uh, you know, civil conflict or whatever. And there's so many of those conversations happening. It's I won't really give you my I won't give you my predictions. They're too conspiratorial. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm interested. I gotta join your group. <laughs> I gotta join your uh I was reading I, I listened to Tim Cast. Uh do oh, you yeah. agree about everything now, but I think he's an excellent broadcaster. You can tell he's, that he's that very man. good at what he does. I, I think he gets over analytical though. I I so this yeah. this is it's funny you bring that up because so I am a so I've been I've been in the chiropractic world for so long and and the the AMA in 74 I think it was but mid early to mid 70s um attempted to destroy chiropractic and and it was actually a court case on it's called the Wilkes case and uh that we were found to be winners of that case against the AMA and and the ruling was a conspiracy to destroy chiropractic that they actually used the word conspiracy and so well, chiropractics get you healthy so that your well, but, body yeah, works but, right. The AMA didn't like that. The AMA, yeah. we, that's where the word quack came that's from. That's not where the AMA gets money, though. <laughs> not no, right. Patients. So they don't make money from us. That, like, and, and, and it's funny because, you know, a, a medical doctor, when they, when they fill out their insurance for malpractice, they're, they're spending insane amounts of money every year on malpractice. My malpractice insurance costs me like $1,500 for the year because I don't hurt anybody. And even if I did hurt somebody or whatever, which I wouldn't, um, they're not really hurt. You know, they might be a little sore for half a day and they move on and, you know, give a little, you know, uh, good herbal muscle relaxer and everything's fine, but we don't hurt anybody. So like it's, they don't, we don't, I don't know. Don't, I, uh, my, my, uh, chiropractor, uh, sweet Rebecca, wonderful lady. She's my whole family's chiropractor. I had an impingement and I'm mm-hmm. having like a repeat, like T3, T4 thing. And she took like, it was a soup spoon. I had never seen a soup spoon used in this way. But I'm like, I bust in, like walk in early in the morning. I'm like, hey, we're about to get in the car and drive like for like six hours. It's like, is there anything you could do for the, like, I, I'm not, you don't want to be a crack addict, you know, right. like going like, oh, Literally. just crack. And, and so I'm like, you know, is there anything you could do? She was like, it'll hurt. It'll suck. It's going to feel better. But the impingement, yeah. And she was talking about the muscles and stretch them out. But man, mm-hmm. that freaking, you know, a little Chinese like soup spoon, she like destroyed my shoulder. With she, got the, she got the trigger point handled. Yeah. And to yeah. make like, I didn't see if they were bruising or not, but she was like, this is probably bruise up. And like, you really need to do some damage to cause good bruises on a black guy. Oh, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, AMA talking about quacks but though. It's, but it's AMA. it's a, it it really it, it's so funny when people ask me, like, what's going to happen, and whether it's nanotechnology and vaccines, which we'll talk about, or like you know people. I, and I, I love Tim Cast. I love Tim Pool. But I say too analytical because like our whole world is conspiratorial. They they destroyed our country. They destroyed the world for two years over a blatant lie. And I won't go into all that today, but COVID was a blatant lie. Like everything about it, they lied about from the the origin of it to the damage it could do to where it is now. And so when people are like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, you're going to think I'm crazy. But it's not crazy because ultimately at the end of the day, our world is run by, as I always say, a group of psychopaths. And so their job, or their their what well, they're attempting to do. That's nicer than I say. Information Nazis. Yeah, they, like that, they literally nicer. are so over the top. And so when I say I think that Joe Biden is twenty fifth amendment before the end of the year, and I think that Gavin Newsom 
will be in office, whether president or vice president without a vote cast. People are like, you're crazy. And I go, watch it. Watch the craziness. Watch how cra- you watch how crazy this gets. Watch how I, the- I'm in some chats that don't believe there's gonna be a midterm election. I don't either. You know what really? I think there will be? What? I do not, I do not, I and, I and I could be wrong. I don't want anyone to be like, oh my gosh, he's a doctor. He was wrong. I, I could be totally wrong and I'm fine with that. I will admit when I'm wrong. I do not think there'll be midterm elections. I think there'll be a special election. I think Trump or somebody else will be put into that position when the military figures out what happened. Well, here, if you're there, you go. There, there, see, now mine, I just blew the whole show up in jail. I've put mine out there one time, but since you're you're showing your conspiracy cards and hey, one conspiracy used to be the most popular crime in the world, and they destroyed this commonwealth practice, uh, this common law practice. Conspiracy, recognizing that conspiracy is a thing is important to the. I hate the idea of the collective, but if we could say the collective psyche, the good functioning of society. To be aware that conspiracies happen. Like, hey, if the moon landing didn't happen, great. The government did what they were supposed to do. They launched a PSYOP to defeat the Soviet (laughs) Union and it freaking was executed flawlessly. Freaking great. And if we did go to the moon, sure, that's great too. A little bit weird that they said they could never go back and all that stuff. But you got to understand. Like, we don't have the technology to go back. All, we, 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 we're, so, <laughs> yeah. we're so special with our iPhone 14s, Joe. We don't have the technology to put the snow pants back on and go back to the moon. Yeah, exactly. But conspiring, people need to realize conspiracy used to be the most popular crime in the world. Like if Jason and I were going to bump off a bank, knock off a bank, we'd have to say, what bank? What time? What day? Who's going to drive? Who's going to fire in the air and say, it's a sticker? Whatever. That's conspiring. But they Correct. introduced this thing into common law practice that I think destroyed a good amount of criminal justice, you know, the profession and the the, uh, the theology, the philosophy of criminal justice, um, which is my background, but it's this furtherance of the act doctrine. Instead, they're going to wait for us to get the car and drive to the bank and maybe go into the bank with the, with the ski mask and the money bags and stuff. And then they're like, okay, now we got you because we're going to try and discredit. It was a psyop to discredit the idea of conspiring. Like conspiring 100%. has always been a thing. So you shared yours. I'll share mine. I've shared it once on this podcast. Oh, no, this my, is be good. Let me stand up for this. I got to get out of the chair. I'm right, now I'm ready. I want to hear this. Thought, my thought is that the impending crisis or crises is food-based, just based on we we buy from farmers. We go to yep. a Bible study at another farmer's house. So, so we're in with that community, like all crunchy people are. And the writing on the wall in... The community of people that are into like guns, gas, gold, like that kind of stuff. Uh, and then like the agriculture of it all. There is an impending food shortage. It, it's, it's, we're past the point of no return. There's going to be some type of food shortage. You know, freaking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Field the burn. Bernie Sanders is going to get his bread lines. Woo! I think that elections could be suspended. Uh, because of some kind of food emergency. It's like, whatever, but here's the here's where I put on my tinfoil hat. And also, as a tactician and a military strategist, I did a Carver Matrix, which again, is something you guys should Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever. And it helps you to identify targets or identify what targets people might target against you. It's called the Carver Matrix. And it's, it's, it's like the, sun, the modern Sun Tzu, the thing to do to identify targets. Mm-hmm. So I look at it and say, what would I do? Okay, well... The food distribution, there'll be the food lines, and the government will say, 
it is our chief priority to feed the citizens and to make sure that's a safe encounter. So either they'll have a group of mega hat wearing, you know, mega conservatives come and shoot up one of those events and steal all the food. And if that doesn't happen, they'll just do it themselves. They've done it before. Uh, so then they'll temporarily, or maybe even they'll say temporarily, but really permanently, suspend the Second Amendment. They'll say, but because the government has a duty to feed its citizens and to make sure that's a safe environment for us to stand in line and get their food, which isn't even food, but whatever, they grow it in a lab. Um, because they, the the gun piece, you you can't. You can't do whatever it is they're trying to do. They can't do it while there are all these firearms out there. Uh, and I think that even after COVID, even after everyone folded, I think that that's a bridge too far. I think it would devolve into, if not wide-scale violence. Uh, you know, the actual civil war wasn't wide-scale. It wasn't 98% of Americans involved in the civil war. It was maybe 35%. Everyone else just went about their daily lives. And they said, you guys figure it out and tell us, uh, just like with the, the actual Revolutionary War, you guys figure it out and tell us uh, you know, what we're doing after. Um, so that's my prediction. I think I they're going to suspend the election. I think they're also going to suspend the Second Amendment. If not, by because their stated goal is 2030. If not, midterms, 2024 at the latest. You're not going to hear an argument from me. You know why you don't hear an argument from me? Because every single person I know that that works with conspiracies, or at least has come up with a conspiracy, it is rational-minded. I know you didn't come up with that randomly, like going, oh, well, you know what? I bet you this happens. And I didn't come up with mine going, oh, I bet you this happens. No, I, like, I thought it's actually research I and reading and understanding how the world works. Like it's all It's all been research into why we think things might occur. So I could totally see that happening. Yeah, it's a little bit of what's happened before. Yep. And with the, you know, dope, people learn about snipers. And not only snipers use dope, it's data on previous engagements. So with my data on previous engagements and my study of military campaigns to include, you know, despots campaigns, like Hitler launched a, a fabulous military campaign, a psychological campaign, a sociological campaign before there was even sociology. So with all that data on previous engagement, it's like, I, you can look at that and you can also say, how would I do it given the lessons and how widely successful these tactics were? And it was uh, the security matrix. They've tried medical fear twice with, yeah. no, they tried Zika, they tried swine flu, they tried monkeypox was just like failure to launch. But COVID, you know, they, COVID was big and they still couldn't get the kind of control that they needed. So they've tried food, um, you know, that hierarchy of needs, food, sex, shelter, yep. um, uh, what, safety, something like that. They, they keep trying the safety, 9-11, the safety, they got the Patriot Act, whatever. Um, but food is the one. Food is the one that gets neighbor on neighbor uh, type violence. So I think they've just tried everything else. They've got to go for food. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. Uh, it's food will be, yeah, it'll be in there. It'll be in there early. But it will be in at some point. Or maybe they don't have to after reading this nanotechnology stuff and listening to Yuval uh, Noah Harari. Do you know where this about... starts? Okay, let me, let's, let, me, let me tell you where this starts. This started a long time ago. This didn't start recently. So it actually like connected. A pipe. <laughs> it, it, it actually connected to something for a long... So I don't have the... I wish I could find the video. I think I have it on a computer somewhere and I have like 10 computers in history or whatever. So like they're all in the house somewhere. You had to go through them and look. I had a video, which was an audio portion. 
it was a video, but it was blurry. It was, it was mostly audio of pediat- pediatricians at a pedi- pediatric seminar series, right? And the person on stage was telling them and was indoctrinating, saying that we don't do wellness baby visits for wellness. The wellness baby visits, and most people out there who have kids understand, especially modern parents, the wellness baby visits, right? You got to go get your kid checked and all this. So those wellness baby visits were not for actual wellness or growth or anything else. It was for keeping kids on the vaccine schedule. And that's multiple reasons. One big reason is pediatricians get paid bonuses for the amount of vaccines they give out. Like they get paid a lot of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars from pharmaceutical companies for the amount of kids that are vaccinated every single month out of their obviously <laughs> patient base. But it's um, it was all based on programming to get kids into this whole thing. And again, we go back and I talk about like how many vaccines we we got. And I, I mean, I think I maybe three my lifetime when I was a kid, right? Um, you've had more because you're in military, but we didn't have that many. Now, I'm not going to go yeah, into necessarily... If anthrax comes for me, I'm good. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, um, you know, people say, well, I had vaccines. So I, I'm very open and upfront. I am not a, I'm not a vac- vaccinator. So I have a daughter who's going to be nine, never been vaccinated, uh, birth at home, totally natural, no chemicals past her lips or her skin. And she's... The healthiest kid I've ever seen, and like I, I would, we'd go toe to toe with anybody, and that's not to like brag. That's just I, I'm around the chiropractic community. Chiropractic kids, for the most part, not vaccinated, not medicated. Look and look at them; they they look totally different. Um, but today, we have 74 plus vaccines with heavy metals in them, and when I say heavy metals, those are nano metals too, aluminum, mercury, tons of chemicals, etc. Then you bring in. COVID, which was never done before. So there's never been an mRNA technology that's been launched upon the public like COVID has to the point where they they not only didn't know what they was going to do, they did because they killed animals in the animal study. Like it didn't go well. So they still put it on everybody. And there is nanometals, nanosilvers, nanoaluminums, um, tons of different metals in those COVID vaccines. That COVID vaccine is getting installed into the childhood vaccine schedule on top of the other 74 plus. Nanometals, now here's the the crazy stuff. You also see devices coming out, iPads coming out, phones coming out, wearable devices, iWatches, LG and Samsung now have designed a kid's smartwatch. Not an iWatch, but it's it's a smartwatch, which connects to the parent's smartwatches and phones, right? This is all being built into the nanotechnology. They like, it's going to be able to read temperatures. So for example, like, like adults are already doing it. You can buy like an iWatch, will follow your temperature, will follow your heart rate, will follow your HRV, your heart, your heart, your heart rate variability test. It's following. Oh, it, no, it, it, these devices are informing women that they're pregnant. That's right. It's filling the beans about all kinds of stuff. Uh, the and problem is never, the World Economic they, Forum is also built into there. Well, they never use it for good. They never use it for like, hey, based on your last 10 days of temperature stats, biometric stats, maybe you should call the suicide hotline or maybe you should talk to a therapist. It's always about selling stuff. Of course. I, I, we went to it's Boston, nuts. Massachusetts two, three weeks ago. 
Uh, I live in Florida. Since day one, we've had no problems here. Day one of COVID, no problem. They put some mandates in. No one really listened to them. I'm in a MAGA country in a, in a, in a county. Um, everything was fine. Never shut down. Never stopped. Kept going. I didn't travel because of the mass stuff. I went to Boston a couple weekends ago for a seminar. My wife and I go there. I'm there all weekend. I go down in the city the last day. We fly home. I get back and all of a sudden it pops up a COVID tracing app saying, Hey, the, uh, the, the state of Massachusetts wants to know if, we, if you'd like to be tracked by the state. Of... It took me <laughs> three days. Three days. And I, I'm pretty good with technology. It took me three days, Joe, to find... Because I don't have COVID tracking on my phone. I turned that off last two years ago when we knew everything was going down, right? It took me like three days to get this thing off of my phone because it kept popping up when the phone was off and give me that little notification thing, right? There are people wearing their iWatches, their Fitbits, their Aura Rings that are accessing those apps to make sure they're safe, right? Mm-hmm. Then they're going to be accessing it for their kids and those and kids are getting vaccinated, adults are getting vaccinated. You're pushing nanotech. They're making robots out of people, essentially. I know that sounds totally crazy and off the wall. They're making robots out of people with nanotechnology you can also affect people by frequencies, by sounds. How do you get frequencies and sounds? Cell phone towers. I know that sounds really crazy, but that's how you can... Because remember... If these you've nan- not been paying attention, my, my wife grew up listening to... Uh, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. She did. They listened to... It's called Adventures in Odyssey. It's like mm-hmm. a little radio series thing. I'm listening to it now for the first time. I love it. I, I listen to it when the kids aren't in the car. Is one they handle a lot of adult topics extremely well. Um, you know, kids going off and and doing their own thing um, after they leave your household, death, uh, broken homes. They deal with all of these topics extraordinarily well. I'm like, oh, I'm all about this. Right. Well, they have this Novacom series one come out, and it's probably about Cox or Viacom or something. They sell a black box that for cable. And mm-hmm. and it's it's sending out it was sending out some kind of on this was you know back in the nineties um, it was sending out something an infrared ray or something that was manipulating human behavior was making people aggressive like mm-hmm. this is stuff that we know that we can do and how 100%. is it that these people are all into lunar phases and moon cycles and and this and that and and tides and how it impacts human behavior. And they think that humans, they think that we can control climate, but we can't influence the behaviors and induce mass psychosis or in, influence the behaviors of large groups of populace. It's, you can't have it both ways. Either we can do this or we can't. I, I bet I, so I joked last week because I live in Florida. We have a hurricane coming right near us. And before the weekend started, I put out a, a meme joke. It wasn't a joke, but it, I have to joke around to get people to actually listen to it sometimes. I said, oh, they must be pissed at DeSantis because they're sending a hurricane right for Florida, right for the central Florida area, right? And people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny. People, people are like, ah, oh, that's con- controlling weather. That's conspiratorial. I'm like, China has been admittedly controlling weather for eons. Like this, this is not anything new. They can, and they're like, how would you control weather? It's called frequencies. Everything's a frequency. So if you can control storms, which they can, and control weather patterns, which they can, don't you think they can also control people through nanometals being on their brain, through frequencies, through cell phone towers, through military? I mean, we're talking about 5G, 6G already, right? Like 
there are already people out there, and I'm not going to go into that because it's I don't have all the information on that, so I don't want to talk unintelligently on it. But 5G, 6G, one of the most common things people talk about is it's 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 military weapons technology. I mean, you you <laughs> they have heart attack guns in the CIA. I mean, and people are like, what? Yeah, you can send a frequency yeah. out of a frequency gun to make somebody have a heart attack because the heart is electrical. <laughs> it's, yeah. It just sounds sci-fi, but it's actually real, Joe. Well, uh, pray tell, uh, if someone drops dead in the building that you work in, they have a device on the wall. It says AED. That's right. What is that? What is the E in there stand for? electric shock. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, no, so when they do an EKG, they put they put the pads outside your heart, right? People are like, oh yeah, I get those all the time. My cardiologist, what do you think that is? It's sending an elect. Yeah. It's an electrical sensor. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you shock people back alive. Electrical defibrillator. That's what yeah. it is. And that's the thing. Once the electricity is gone, it's gone. The heart doesn't actually stop. The rhythm gets correct. Uh, I almost said corrupted. Uh, it's an incorrect rhythm, an unsustainable, a dangerous rhythm, right. and they correct it. But once that spark, if people is have gone, AFib, they would understand. People, if anybody who has AFib, yeah. they would say what it feels like. It feels very abnormal to feel like you're going to die. They should know. They should know. That's a great point. Anyone with AFib, you should know the reality of what we're talking about. Like, think of the things that we've already achieved and what, what man is capable of. And governments, even more so, governments are. And if you don't think they're diabolical. capable of this, because some people will be like, well, my government wouldn't do that. Really? <laughs> really? Have you heard? Uh, did you hear about the new diagnosis called sudden adult death syndrome? It Sad, just randomly yeah. comes out of thin air and they're like, oh, it's climate change or kids not waking up because they. Like it, this is it, like kids having myocarditis. This is because they injected into them something they they knew was going to happen. They they claimed you know, they didn't know. They I'm knew so glad happen. you said that because I've actually spoken to some of these lunatics because I live in Loudoun County. It's one of the most affluent places in the world, which means that there are a lot of woke white people. Um, and I've spoken to some of them, and I'm just like, it's not been present our whole life. We we've had Sid sudden. Infant death syndrome, which is uh, vaccine related. Go back, keep going. SIDS, SIDS is vaccine related, and That's it's right. also related to all of the bull crap education and scientific or, or medical propaganda out there about how to raise an infant. That's correct. Okay, yes. our last child was born in this bedroom, right? Not this. This is my office, but over there in that bedroom. My, da- my there, daughter was born in my last house in a bedroom. Yeah, and my wife is a superhero because she's done natural birth for all of our kids. Our youngest has had, I think, two vaccines. All the rest of them, they've had nothing. Just a spoonful of sugar or whatever. You know, they're totally natty kids. Uh, and they're all impeccably healthy. Just like you said, there's a mm-hmm. different spark in these kids. And the stupid thing is, everyone can see it. I know this happens to you too at the supermarket. Uh, even at church sometimes, anywhere we go, uh, they're homeschooled and people are like, they're so vibrant, they're intelligent, they're they're full of life, they play, they're so social. And then they, you say, oh, they're homeschooled. How do you socialize them? It's like, wait, wait, wait. can we just rewind back I don't want 10 them seconds ago and you were just saying how incredible they were and how smart they are and they can seamlessly interact with all, it, it's just nonsense. But that's what SIDS is all about. But when these wokesters talk about sad, sudden adult death syndrome, and they say climate change, how do you connect those dots? Like, how do you connect the dots between, so the the weather becomes more volatile and the hots become hotter and the colds become colder and that 
kills me as an adult. I, I like human, like black men survived slavery, but it's just so hot outside that I'm not going to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> like what? That doesn't even Pe- make people sense. survive. People survived coming from European countries and African countries in the bottom of boats over to yeah. to America, where it was like turbulent waters, like too many people, not enough food. But you can't survive a little cold weather or a little hot weather. There was less sads during the Industrial Revolution. Look at look at the living conditions back then, or just today in China. But you know, you no, it, it, because they're so brainwashed by the TV. It's unbelievable, man. It I don't know. Makes sense. Hey, that's hey. You tell a lie over and over again, people will start believing it. Yeah, I think if there was an increase in car accidents, they'd say global warming. If there was an increase, there, there's a crime spike. Maybe they're blaming the crime spike on global warming or climate change. <laughs> Sorry, global warming was the last thing after global cooling and after whatever they're. But what they nonsense. see, what they've accomplished though, this is what they've accomplished through all this. They have people completely in fear, and you don't you don't ruin a nation by destroying a constitution. Although I know it seems like that's what it would be. It's not, it's not, I love our constitution. That is not how you destroy a country. You know how you destroy a country? You steal the children. You grab the children. You get control of the children. Now, obviously you need a constitution, but my point is you destroy the family, already been done. Then you go after the kids. So now if you have parents, you know, the nanotech is going through their body. They got the, all the vaccines. They're, they're hooked up to all the, all the, the iWatch and everything else, which is all tied to the World Economic Forum. You just Google Apple and World Economic Forum, iWatch, Fitbit, et cetera. It's all there. Like, I'm not going to go through it all. You can go Google it. It's a simple Google, right? Now your kids, because the World Economic Forum already put this out. This is the Marxist idea. This is how this works. They already put it out where they want to chip your kids, swear to God. They want to chip the kids to keep help keep if you want to keep your kids safe you can chip your kids nanotechnology by the way that's what that is because there's nanotechnology in the chips rice university has been working on this you can go to rice university and look up nanotechnology it literally self um populates inside the body to build machines and computers the computer on the wrist. They they use it as the idea of safety because, oh, the little nanobots, they can identify the cancer. They can identify the thing before the scan and go to it and heal it. Yes. Who who doesn't want that? And if you think this is crazy, go watch a couple Disney movies because they're already showing it in Disney movies. I don't remember the movies because we don't really watch Disney anymore. It's Um, on the NIH's website. I know. But but they they don't read that. People only watch Disney. So they... (laughs) <laughs> there's a there's a last uh, there's a Disney movie I didn't watch it but I saw a scene the other day I want to say it's Wally but I don't think it's Wally it's a newer one and the kid is literally playing with nanotechnology in like a science fair and it's it's self organizing nanotechnology my wife and I look at it and go there you go they're showing you they're ju- they're desensitizing America to it right now and kids which is even worse. I don't understand sorry, why. Joe, I'm sorry to drop all just, this stuff on your show. <laughs> well, I just can't believe that people still have this idea of the benevolence of government. I've got, you know, it used to be behind me, but now it's on my bookcase over here. I've got my constitution, the just the first four, and the Declaration of Independence. I don't have all the amendments. And the declaration here... And I'm like, those guys who established this government knew they had read Plato's Republic, they had read The Wealth of Nations, you know, 
T-Pain was working on common sense. Like they, they knew that governments of man are never benevolent, that we can't treat governments as if all men are angels because most men are devils. We will all do stuff that's self-interested. And now here we are some 250 years later and everyone's like, government, good. Individuals, bad. Big pharma, good. Little corner store, you know, drugstore, They've been bad. working on everybody. Like, how did we get pacified in this way? Like, people will sacrifice themselves, their own business, their livelihoods, their welfare as a shop owner so Target and Walmart and Amazon can succeed. I'm like, the government's got you that good. You are, your fight for the cause is diminishing you and enslaving you to these oligarchs. And they do it with the smile on their face and the song in their heart. And I'm just like, it makes me feel like I'm a crazy person. <laughs> and all, by the way, all of these technology companies that I'm talking about and the pharmaceutical companies that I'm talking about, these were the same companies that threw a ton. And when I say a ton, I can't even, I can't even give you a proper terminology for the actual word they used, how much money they gave to subvert, to subvert elections. I mean, the Apples of the world, the Facebooks of the world, the Pfizer's of the world, the Moderna's of the world, et cetera. They, they, are, they are making so much money. Like it's, I always go back to this and this, is, this, is, this works in my brain, but others may or may not have trouble with it just because it's a natural health idea. So I go back to, I believe I was, I believe I was created. I believe I have a soul that was created, but I also believe I have this body that was, that was created and put here and it works pretty well. Um, and I, and I know there's natural immunity because I grew up with natural immunity. And, you know, if you're around somebody that has something, maybe you pick it up a little bit and then you handle it, right? Like I didn't have to get a COVID shot and I didn't have COVID and I assume my body was healthy enough. The body just does it on its own. Just handle it on its own. We know that we know scientifically there's natural immunity. So at what point, because I know there's jungles in South America, there's Aborigine places in the middle of Africa where there are healthy people without any televisions. They're living in huts and tribes, etc. There's still people out in the middle of nowhere that, that no one's ever seen before, I guarantee you, in jungles in Africa that are healthy. They eat from their land. They And they don't have Pfizer down the street. They don't have a Walgreens. They don't have a CVS. They're not getting medicated. They don't even know what a medication is. They've never had a vaccine. They're, they're having babies in the middle you know, walking and they'll just drop one out and they know how to rear it and they breastfeed and all this other stuff because that's been going on forever. What about the formula shortage in sub-Saharan Africa? <laughs> so how are these South American folks, these Alaskan folks, these African folks, these Siberian folks, how are these all these, these great humans in the middle of nowhere, how are they surviving every single day through hot weather, cold weather, and they are not going down and they're not getting the Pfizer, Moderna, or Merck vaccine. But yet Americans are like, ah, I can't be healthy unless I have, I don't know what it is. It's, it's a clear liquid, so it has to be good. I don't know what they did in the science lab, but they want the best for me and they're making billions of dollars. I'm going to let you go ahead and put that right in my shoulder without asking any questions well, about ingredients. To add on to that, uh, not the expert here, but I've watched some of the little Discovery Channel things. The, the thing that fascinates scientists and fascinates the medical professional is sometimes the life expectancies of these unreached indigenous peoples is 
well above our standards. Yeah, you have like hundred year old elders 90s. sitting in a hut who are like, yeah. who are imparting knowledge. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. And they're ambulatory. They're, they're still walking around in their nineties. And meanwhile, we've got, how did they survive without Moderna, Moderna Joe? how do you, I don't know. <laughs> That's the real conspiracy. Maybe <laughs> aliens. Oh, don't even take me down that road. I can <laughs> yeah. go on for hours. Oh man. That's uh <laughs> But it's true like this but when you say what happened like I and my question I guess is the same thing but it, along a different path is we have people today accepting that their kids have to have 74 vaccines to, to but then they have every allergy under the sun. They sniffle, sneeze constantly. That like every single day, people come into my office. My kid has the sniffles again. I'm like, but yeah, my daughter, my daughter who's in my office all day long doing her homeschool stuff, she's around all these people and she never gets sick. And yeah, but yet when I say homeschooled, no vaccines, no medications, oh, that's a little, a little radical for us in our family. But your kid's always sick every week, and you constantly uh, you know- take them to the. To the ER. You know, my favorite, the wait untilers. Well, wait until whenever. Uh, well, let, let's see how she's doing at whatever age. It doesn't matter what the age is. Again, you go back into the hut. You know what they don't have in those huts? Obesity <laughs> on this chronic illness, all this stuff that nine out of 10 Americans have. They don't have in the hut. They don't know what diabetes is. They don't know what cancer is. They don't know what any of that stuff is because they, they live off the land. That's it. They don't have... It, it, that's how insane we've gotten. They don't it's, have high fructose corn syrup in <laughs> Which has, do you know, high fructose corn syrup has mercury in it? Yeah. I did not know the that. The finishing no. process of high fructose corn syrup wow. and mercury. My wife is like, I mean, basically, when she looks at ingredients, like so much of that stuff is toxic. It's it's poisonous. It's, it's I have a actually... feeling your wife and my wife would like have like ladies' nights out all week because <laughs> they do the same thing. Yeah, my wife. Well, she doesn't roll her eyes. She she's never rolled her eyes at me. Actually, I know. Wow, we've almost been married eleven years. Anyway, I probably deserve some eye rolling. Um, but I'm the one. I like junk food. So like, I'm like, I eat like ninety percent healthy, and then, <laughs> and so she's slowly like reeling me in to the crunchy lifestyle. Our ice cream is like crunchy. It's organic. It's like we have avocado milk. ice cream. Yeah. It, but you know, but you know, I'll um, like I got this in the drawer. This has got toxins in it. It really does. Yeah, this, this in the drawer. Right yeah, it it's got um. It How long has it been in the drawer? Ingredients on it. Uh, oh, you're yeah, not gonna know what hydrogenated fats right there. That's how they got their peanut butter. Uh, let's see. Sugar, cocoa butter, chocolate, non-fat milk, lactose, lecithin. What? Lecithin. Yeah, thank you. Uh, soy. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, That'll bring down soy. your testosterone. Yeah, man What is the PGPR? This is an acronym. I don't even know what that is. And they know that you're not going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. PGPR. Uh, it's going to just don't say like... It. Joe, if you take that soy in, you're lowering your testosterone. We I know. I men. know. Holy crap. That's why they put an abbreviation. Uh, poly, polyglycerol, poly... Rissonely, I'm gonna put this on the screen. I can't think I'll, of it. I'll look that it's up not here. because I'm black, it's because this is ridiculous. This shouldn't be in, in can polyglycerol polyrisinoleic. Yes, it's E476 and fatty acids. Ah, 
<laughs> that, that is not a good form of fat. He's like, no, don't eat it. But so she's winning me over into so he has a having natural so sweets. <laughs> it's not that. It's just I, if it's on the desk, I'll be eating it right now. Uh, I heard the man boobs comment, by the way. There you go. Yeah. Hey, all the soy that they're pumping on, man. They're trying to get us to grow real boobs. <laughs> just and then, then you will, uh, you'll want pronouns to go with it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Commonly paired with another substance like yeah, yeah, all of this stuff is in here. It's interesting, but no one no one leaves, no one's going to do what we just did. It says PGPR. They're like, "Oh, there's PGPR in my uh Reese's cup." Uh which I say uh Reese's by the way. I know it's Reese's peanut butter cups, but I can say what I want. My my wife who's also a chiropractor, she I mean, she literally goes to the store and just does videos on this stuff. She'll pull out her video thing, do a reel and she'll just like Goes and and it's stunning to me. You're right because she'll do a reel on something super basic, right? Like something we buy. She'll just go over the thing and then show you something bad. And people all the time are commenting to her, "Oh, I'm so thankful for you doing that." And I and she's like all happy because she's a very caring mother, mama bear mentality. She's like, "Oh, you're so welcome." And in my head, I'm like, "But why didn't they do it? <laughs> like all you did was pick it up and look at the ingredients. It's it's responsibility, man. The responsibility is falling." So they, I just got got, and they tell you this like day one in the police academy. What I just did was, you know, I found the first thing and then I stopped searching. Uh, but there's there's more crap in here. Another acronym Turks here: butyl hydroquinone. I mean, it's definitely something that should be in my chocolatey goodness, like you know, whatever. It's synthetic. That's always wonderful. Concoction. This is citric acid. Dextrose, and then they always have five forms of sugar in here: sucralose, dextrose, that's right, sugar. What is that salt? They're, the only what they're doing is they're preserving you. They're preserving <laughs> you as long as they can, so that they can make more money off of you, as well as medicine. Uh, but hey, guys, I'm doing a lot better. I have healthy eating habits, minus that, and. Uh, <laughs> We we have so much fun with each other all the time that the hour is like gone. I know, I know. Oh man, it's five oh one. It's five oh one. I still I got some writing to do. Um, yes, reading and writing. It's good for you guys. Uh, just as long as you're not reading. I'll I'll be honest. I open this and this is like an abstract type thing because. Uh, whoops. The nanotechnology yeah. and vaccine delivery. Yeah, this is like read the abstract uh, because there are a lot of $5 words in here. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you can just go through and get the gist or you can go through and get the conclusion or the abstract. Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of conclusions and abstracts, not going to lie. Um, or just like keyword searching through stuff, especially like all those all those um, vaccine docs, like they drop them. Guys, they drop 8,000 pages at a time on purpose because they know you're not going to read it. At least download the file so you have it. If you're super, if you're like conspiracy crunchy, then print that crap out and get your your four-inch D-ring binders and binder it up. Uh, I don't have any. I don't know why I pointed over there. Uh, There's no hard data in my house for the thought police. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm just pointing to the oblivion. Uh, Yeah, to the abyss. Uh, I got to get better at tradecraft. Um, but yeah, print it out because if you've seen V for Vendetta, that's basically your future. Uh, <laughs> where like like a physical book 
Uh, actually, this literal physical book, this, this, this is the first thing to go right here. Bibles, they're like right after the Constitution is gone. And oh, it, Joe, Joe's crazy. They've burned this book so much in history. This is probably the most burned book in world history. But oh, it couldn't happen here. Couldn't happen now. Couldn't happen to me. You right. could have just the founding documents and the Bible, and you could have study material the rest of your life for lifetimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's if it. you wanted to get really saucy, you could have the Federalist. Oh, and Anti-Federalist. Yeah, man, I plug the Anti-Federalist scene. This is why we're friends. No one, you got to read both sides. You do. Uh, and I think that's actually that's actually where potentially government goes back to because that, I mean, that's real stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to something. I guess Congress years back had this huge hearing about whether... WWF wrestling was real or not. And I'm like, these are our, these are our elite, serious people. And this is very obviously acting. You know, Vince McMahon's up there. They're like, they're gonna make them spill the beans. I'm like, you idiots have spent millions of dollars of taxpayer money to see if this obvious charade, charade even, is a charade. Like, are and no, these are our leaders, guys. Yep. Yeah. So one final conspiracy note. Since since we're throwing conspiracies out there, print yourself a copy of the 9-11 Commission Report. Uh, And then look up this group. They're called Architects and Civil Engineers for 9-11 Truth. Just just drop that there. Take it or leave it. You know, Uh, they uh, can't tell them. The the basics, the pure basics of the government punchline is the terrorists have discovered an incredible weakness in skyscrapers. And the 10 people in the world that make skyscrapers said, tell us what it is. And they said, we can, it's a security risk. That doesn't make any sense. They're the only 10 people that make skyscrapers. If they wanted them to fall down, they'd just build crappy skyscrapers. They already know how to make skyscrapers fall. They're the only people that build them. And it's a security risk to tell them what the exploit is because... Reasons now, there are terrorist organizations out in the world alive right now today who know this weakness that can bring down any skyscraper anytime. But darn, we're not going to fix it because telling the civil engineers is just too great of a risk, and they're not very trustworthy either. So, when people learn the truth, it's going to be a problem. That'll just be our conspiracy cherry on top. I don't think it will. I don't think it will be a problem because they put stuff out. You look at the declassification app and they put stuff out all the time. Um, I think two years ago, one of the big drops, the the Reagan uh, Reagan stuff, the Kennedy stuff was in there. And now, uh, whether it was CIA or whatever, who cares? I don't know. But the physical instrument that killed Kennedy was a Secret Service agent, a thousand percent. Like it's so well documented uh, that the round was fired from his weapon. He turned the weapon back in. The ammunition is missing. The sergeant in arms logs it. It's all a matter of such public record now at this point. Uh, and then you go back and watch the video, and it's like, oh, you can see it. You what mean prob- the, the driver that turned around, right? Yeah, yeah. Because what, what probably I, le- I learned that last year. I'm like, oh my God, the this, driver this is, did it. This is what happened, guys. I don't know if you know this, but if I knew you take it was, I knew obviously it was it was not it was a conspiracy, not legit. But I'm like, when I learned what really happened, I'm like, it's right in your face. But it, it's like an embarrassment thing. It, 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 because uh, okay, guys, so here we're, we're going to say shoot the president. We're obviously talking about a historical event here, uh, YouTube. So yeah, but they're they're going to take it down anyway. They don't care. 
I don't know if you know this, but if you discharge a firearm in the vicinity of the president, the Secret Service is going to freak the F out, and they're probably going to discharge their firearms. So they're going to be looking for something to kill. There's going to be, there are three, four, five, who knows how many layers of protection around the president at any given time. They're going to be those body throwers that throw themselves over the president, move with him to safety. All the rest of the agents, they are trying to kill whatever they need to kill. Okay, this is their job. These are some bad dudes. Uh, if you don't know what a cat team is, like the Secret Service has some of the baddest dudes around. Uh, and dudettes. I know one, uh, I know two hardcore um, Secret Service agents. They're both out now. One of them used to be the head security gal for Madison Square Garden, um, which is not a bad gig. That's probably a lot of money. But anyway, um, the shot goes off. We'll say the normal shot shoots him in the... Oh, crap. Was it the neck or the... He was like shot in the neck or the collarbone or some area. Non-fatal injury. He's being held up because of his brace. It's like, whatever. Secret Service is like, we need to find something to kill. So Secret Service agent pulls out his sub gun or whatever he had. He had some kind of one of those nifty, like collapsible, super stealth rifles. Uh, he takes it out. He turns around and he's looking for, hey, someone is shooting. At, not only is the president here, I'm here. So I'm interested in killing this thing, right? And then the car that he's on, they had mixed signals because he's like, I'm going to look for work and kill something. And then the car takes off. And when the car takes off, you can see it. He fires around in the general direction of the president's car. Like, oops. And he goes back, you know, they, they keep their pistols on them. But all those other fun guns and the briefcases and the rifles and like you're, you know, reach into your camera bag and pull out a sub gun. All of those things go to the master or the sergeant at arms. And every round is accounted for. So he turns in his weapon, missing a round. Like, it's, it's so obvious what happened. <laughs> was, was he ordered to do it? I don't know. Honestly, looking at it, it could have just been an accident. And they covered it up to save face. Because someone did try to kill JFK. And they did shoot him once. But definitely a Secret Service agent shot him in the head. Uh, I think it's... Uh... I think it's a Bush conspiracy. That's yeah. Me. Well, they say, oh, uh, the gun. Maybe they fired multiple different calibers. That's not how guns work. Okay, it's not listening to Pete Buttigieg about guns. They were two different guns fired by two different people. One of them just happened to be a Secret Service agent. Hey, that could happen to anyone. If I'm on a car trying to shoot something and the car drives away, like that's tough. Like that's really tough. They should have just. They should have said, "Hey, this guy." Shot the president, and in the response, unfortunately, he was fatally wounded by a first responder. They could have even said that, <laughs> but the Secret Service buried that one deep, but it came out. It's in. So, what I'm talking about is those records of the ammo turn in, then the minus one round. Now, he checked out a fully loaded weapon when he left, it came back minus one round. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he stopped to take a dump. And unloaded his weapon and left that bullet on the floor in the Porta John. Uh, <laughs> guys, I don't know. Anything could happen. That was the military on top right there. Yeah, he definitely shot the president by accident. And you don't want to be that guy. I accidentally killed the president. <laughs> but they didn't need to lie about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, was the CIA? Was the whole thing in operation? Who knows? But the public-facing part of it, it wasn't a magic trick. It wasn't a rifle that magically shot two a, different bullets from two different trajectories. A library or warehouse? Yeah. 
and then just the damage of it too, because we're talking like 3,000 feet per second at that close range, 10 yards or so. That's what it is. Anyway, what do I know? I've studied ballistics quite a bit. But, you know, what do I know? Yeah. It's always fun chatting with you. I I love what comes up. Yeah, so... Well, I'm interested to see how nanotechnology breaks down in people's bodies. Uh, because As I get more, I'll bring it to you. All right. Man, you're going to get me to stop eating my favorite chocolatey peanut butter snack. <laughs> yeah, these chemicals are like serious, though. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, guys, that's the show. We talked about lots of stuff. Sorry, uh, everyone out there who didn't know that the the old, the old agency, not that agency, the other agency, uh, <laughs> accidentally killed the president. But, you know, stuff happens, and handling firearms is, in fact, dangerous. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is what it is. Uh, before you go, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. It's right there on the screen for whoever's still listening, because I know you guys, once we start this right here, you guys click on to the next video. Uh, so, so disrespectful. Uh, but if you're still here, like, share, subscribe, send this to one of your friends. Maybe they're as crunchy as we are. Maybe they're more crunchy. Tell them to get in the chat. We'd love to learn about their crunchiness. Uh, you can always support the show financially by clicking on one of those links below and buying snarky merch like this. Um, oh, man, I had a prototype, but I must love it somewhere. But mugs, mugs are coming soon. Um, my desk is a mess. Uh, mugs are coming soon to the shop. I know people have been asking for them because you don't feel confident buying gifts for people and shirt size and all, and you don't want to buy a woman the wrong size or whatever. Um, so mugs, they're coming to the shop. They'll be there soon. All of your favorites, the Joe Biden One Star Would Not Recommends on there, Uncloseted Conservatives on there. And... Um, Favorite Biden quotes and gaffes. Those will be on some uh, TMTJ mugs before Christmas so you guys can get mugs for people because everyone likes a holiday mug. I mean, come on, don't be a monster. Uh, Dr. Dean, we'll have to have you back soon and we can burst more people's bubbles about what, uh, what the global elites are up to. I love it. Appreciate you having me on, man. Good to see you. All right, that's all we got, guys. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.